Ooh wee, listen, this Mercury retrograde have some people hyping, yo. And it's funny, like it's stressing me TF out. So this is a perfect time to me for me to go retrograde. Um the irony is the retrograde is in Scorpio. But I just want to remind you, you know, the little bit I know, I'll probably um check a couple of people, probably Bahati Life on what she has to say about the Mercury retrograde. But um one actually one of the things I learned from Bahati Life about retrogrades was to re um to look at ret- Mercury retrograde because I think there's also a Jupiter retrograde coming up. Um if we're not already in it is not to be afraid of it and it doesn't mean that only bad things happen it's it's a great time to revisit ref- reflect um and go back and tie up any loose ends and remove what you don't need anymore um and so that's really helped me a lot keeping in mind that mercury has to do with the way that we c- communicate the things that we believe um, <laughs> this is around the time that maybe even exes can come back, but, um, also just revisiting business contracts and stuff like that too. So just bear that in mind. I think this time around, um, I, I'm going to be kind of like just taking inventory of how different, um, people react to it. Just, I think out of curiosity and human behavior, but I don't want to stay in the energy too much. It's a little bit like, kind of giving me a headache because with with this one um oh what I, what I was gonna say with with Scorpio energy I know that it can get dark I know that you can go to the belly of the beast I know that um it can be mysterious um scorpionic and that it could be <laughs> uh you you gonna see a lot of stingers um and but because it's scorpionic energy, I'm just kind of ad-libbing because I was just going to come on here and be like, yeah, you guys, this um, energy is really it's funny because I am, you know, Scorpio's son, but it is really um, affecting me. Like I really I'm going to just go sage um, Florida water, do a cleansing bath, and then I'm just going to go in and check to see when we're out of mer- this Mercury retrograde and just really go hermit mode. Um, great time for me to go to the spa resort and just be around a lot of water and a lot of serenity and probably stay off of social media. Do some, um, what do you call it? Retail therapy. There's a sale that started today and there's some stuff I want to order. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so but. With Scorpionic energy, um, one of the things that Scorpio is learning to master and you're probably being invited to do is there is a propensity for some of the things you're going to be going through to get really deep and dark. But the more you step into your power as a Scorpio sun, depending on your placement, so it could be your moon, your rising, or in the 12 houses or other areas of your life, um, how are you able to phoenix it? And how long do you want to stay down there before you phoenix it? And I'm at a stage in my point where I'm like, oh, this is dark. Let me phoenix it. Sometimes I have gone up until this point for years, in, you know, deep in the depth and wallowing and in the darkness before I phoenix it. Um, 
Sometimes it could be weeks, sometimes it could be months. But now that I'm learning to recognize, oh, I'm here to learn how to master how to Phoenix. And part of the beauty about it is um, to come back stronger and higher than you were every time around. So these retrogrades continue to revisit us and they're great opportunities for us to reflect, revisit. You know, um, I talked a little bit for those of you who listen to my um, podcast a couple back, I'm not going to say the name of whatever, but it's a great opportunity for us to revisit, you know, how we want to leave this world. How do we want to be remembered? What are we focusing on? Are we in alignment? Are we um, being true to our nature? What is our energy, right? What what lies below the superficial, right? Those are very, um, you know, when you talk about going to the belly of the beast, you're going deep down diving into the depths of things. And sometimes that means that you're going to uncover, you know, um, darkness sometimes, right? But how can you alchemize it? How can you transmute that energy? Um, and, and feel free to eliminate what no longer serves you. I think I'm going to encourage my divine crew my my tribe to kind of look at how you um you know with mercury having to do with how you communicate by all means deal with with the energy the things that trouble you the things that take you to deep dark depths but challenge yourself to look at how you communicate um and i get it i think you know uh It's easy to go. I think I heard, I saw somebody's comment that I said, it's easy to go from zero to penitentiary real quick. And I, I resonate with that energy. And because I know that I can go zero to a hundred real quick, I really tempered myself. And I'm that type of personality that you'll really be provoking the heck out of me. And I'm like, oh, you really do not want me to use the stinger because the stinger means death. Like, bro, what are you trying to do? Like, <laughs> it's not going to be pretty. Um, but learning to just temper and um, walk away from stuff and learn how to communicate. And I think sometimes it might be worth having the communication. And sometimes there's just things you're just going to have to walk away from. <laughs> you know, some people you just really cannot convert them or persuade them to see your point of view. Sometimes you really want people to um, at least have an understanding of where you're coming from. Um and that means a lot. I think it's funny when we talk about these quote unquote gender wars. It's like women are telling you what we want and men are just not <laughs> like is going right over their heads. Um, you know, I was I was listening to someone um, and he was kind of in one one side of his mouth. He was calling the he was at a place like ordering food and he. He was calling the girl like, oh, princess and queen and love and beautiful and thank you. But as soon as she's, you know, um, out of the picture, he's like, I hate feminists. It's like, why would you want to, you know, and, and I had to learn this too. It's kind of, uh, I will go ahead and say like, I think part of growing up male identified and wanting to be part of community and part of the collective. And it's like, I, you know, came to the point where it's like, oh, I've had to unlearn feminism, but then when you revisit it, it means that I want to be treated fairly. I want to be 
keeping in word, the word I'm using is fairly, right? I want to be treated fairly and I want to be able to, to get my pay, my pay's worth, you know, and, and I'll have a little fun with it. If you're asking me to bring 50% to the table, but you're making 30 cents, 30 cents more to the dollar that, you know, I am. And, and that's for mental women. And as a black woman, I'm making less than you, you know, it's like that extra burden of having to work almost twice as hard <laughs> to, 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 you know, trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. Like, that's what women's rights are about. And remembering that women's rights was about, um, in many instances, they weren't able to work. And so if their husbands had died in uh, during war and that type of thing, or for whatever reason, strokes, heart attacks, like men really are notorious for not taking care of their health and passing away way earlier than women. And so there would be situations, you know, there's accidents, car accidents, and and obviously murders and stuff that remove the source of income or breadwinner from the home. And so she's having to not only take care of herself, but her children. And so the idea that you would have to fight to do that, I know that for me, um, getting an education for the most part and being able to, to provide financially for myself is one of the best things. I can't imagine getting to my whole grown age and not being able to, to, to take care of myself and be sustainable because I have to wait for a breadwinner to to um, marry me or to provide for me, you know. Um, and so there's also the aspect of, of wanting to have fulfillment. You know, a lot of women that are, are in careers where they're making a difference, you know, as a nurse or as a doctor, I remember having to be hospitalized and you can tell that these people, this is what they lived for. And I remember the nurses and I remember the doctor that came in to see me. And I mean, I felt like I was in safe hands and that is their blessing. And, you know, the sense of fulfillment that comes with that. I'm I'm very appreciative of their contributions to to the collective, you know, you have people who love to teach and they are teachers. You love people. Case in point, I just got off of a trading call earlier today. It's one of the best calls I've had this week and I loved it. But um, they were talking about um, being able to, to get into an, um, I guess, trade like investment opportunity where um, they will trade the gold for you and you put your funds in. And um, there's six traders, but there's one guy that's like the he oversees the rest of them and then um he will return your profit to you every month and i remember just listening to how he was talking and that's his gift like you know sometimes we undermine what our contributions are to the collective and he enjoys it and he knows that he this is an opportunity to help mothers and single parents and people who want, you know, to enjoy passive income. And it's really a blessing, you know. Um, So I just think when, you know, he's he's bashing (laughs) feminists, you know, women who are wanting to stand up for themselves and to be treated fairly, but yet using all of the lingo and speech to say, hey, queen, and um, beautiful and all this stuff, but you don't, but you don't hear me though. 
You right? You you went to her place of employment. How much is she getting paid? Is she being treated fairly? Can she provide for herself? But you don't hear me though, right? Um and he was also um admonishing, I guess, if if that's a positive order. He was kind of um giving credence to a person that is notorious for making disparaging comments to towards black women um but at the same time calling her queen and it's kind of like we're at that point where you know we've been i think the couple of podcasts i've been talking about we've been talking about what is the facade you know what lies below the surface um it's good to have presentation but but what lies below the surface what do you really mean and this mercury retrograde is as as much as it has to do with communication an important part of communication is listening you know um are you really hearing that person's perspective and their point of view of point of view point of view you know um So that's been interesting. That's that's just me musing. But um, if you don't hear from me for a while, or probably what I could do is probably pull from the um. Oh, let's see if I have it here. I have a whole bunch of them. So let's just go ahead and pull from the self care deck, real quick. Because I think we need it. Let's just see what's here. This is my favorite. One of my favorites. Um, self-care inspirational card deck and guidebook. Let's just kind of pull a healing message there. Um, and something for us to kind of <laughs> re, to kind of put our, to help us balance how we're viewing things right now. Cause I think it, it, it can a lot of, I think I see a lot of fallout from this scorpionic energy. Um, Wow, so some of the, the words that I see coming up are like reflection keeps coming up here. And I have to remember when I shuffle these cards that uh, they are a little bit soft. So, and I am kind of wanting to rush because I, I was just coming on here to just kind of rant a little bit. But let's just see what comes out. Okay, affirmation. Affirmation came out and it says, Owning your story and loving ourselves through the process is the bravest thing that we'll ever do. And that's by Renee Brown. Oh, and it says at the bottom, it says, what is a negative narrative you tell about yourself? Take a deep breath and let it go. And that is so beautiful. And I think it's so fitting for this Mercury retrograde energy we're going through right now. You know, um, you're going to have a lot of people right now kind of telling you about your, you and yourself and, um, and, uh, you know, cause in, part of the arguments that we have are not maybe even so much about the topic at, at hand, as much as they might be wanting to stick something to you, like they really be feeling some way about you and projecting what they feel about you onto you, um, and so 
yes, we need to be accountable. Yes, we need to reflect on ourselves. But I think this energy we're going through, it's kind of like saying, own your story and love yourself through the process, right? We talk about the process of how we have retrogrades. And this is not going to be, it's not the first and it won't be the last. I know anything having to do with Chiron, that definitely I will go, I will go hermit mode. Like, you're not really going to hear from me or I, I'm learning how to manage that, right? So it's a process. But how do we love ourselves through the process? You know, it could be that someone will resurface into my life and tell me about myself and I have the opportunity to figure out to what degree are they projecting? To what degree do I still love myself? To what degree do I bring healing to that conversation? I may choose to just really truly walk away or not receive it. But how do I love myself in the process? That is the bravest thing that we'll ever do. I know that um, one of the things I, I find fascinating is a lot of us, we I talk about the pain I've received and I'm sensitive to the idea that just because of my scorpionic energy and sometimes because of, I, I have had to be in boss mode at work or certain things or if people rub me the wrong way that I can lash out, that I can use my singer, that I can come across cold, you know? And how do I, how do we heal from that, right? How do I push past that? Um, the second part said, what is a negative narrative you tell about yourself, you know? And kind of just cycling up and down from this message. And how do you love yourself through that? And he says, take a breath and let it go. Mercury retrograde is about inhaling, right? And then letting it go. So this whole time we've been kind of like pushing and running. And it's a chance to just take in everything around you you know, part of the collective energy, you're going to get that feedback. And there's a process from your body that takes in all of the beautiful things. Every takes everything, really. Takes everything around you, the good and the bad, from the oxygen. And it comes into your body and goes through its process of purifying through the lungs. And then it goes into your bloodstream and, and into other parts of your body to give it oxygen, right? And to... Um, give oxygen to your legs, your muscles, right, to your brain. And then in the process of letting go, right, of expelling, it releases the carbon monoxide, right? It releases things that no longer serves you. And it's funny because we don't try to go back and um, chase after the air that we've let go. We allow it to just let go and go out and never return back to us, right? And I think that with this retrograde, it's like we're every retrograde we have different aspects that we learn. We, you know, if it's going to be in Aries, how do we, um, how do we deal with challenges? I think is um, Pisces is about beliefs. Um, Libra is about balancing injustice. Um, Leo is how do we deal with like being out in the limelight type of a thing, right? These are just some of my perspectives. I know people who are more in alignment with the zodiacs are kind of aware with the energy and the traits behind each of the signs. 
But with this scorpionic energy, you're being encouraged to deal with some of the deeper. And I think Scorpio is one of the darkest, deepest signs, right? We deal with some very deep, very dark stuff. Um, um, and this is going to be refreshing when we get out of it because when, when you revisit some of these things and it could be in your childhood, it could be in your business, it could be in your relationships, it's some deep, dark stuff. And we are, as I'm recording this, it's Wednesday, Friday to leverage that Venusian energy to definitely love yourself, pamper yourself. Um, I need to double check and see when the, when we're out of this Mercury retrograde. But give yourself chances to understand you're dealing with deep and dark energy. But understand fully, hear me if you hear nothing else out of this. When you are done dealing with this Mercury retrograde in Scorpio, um, let's just agree to let it go. I know one of my favorite um, quote-unquote rituals that I did I was going through a hard time. It was my breakup before this one. Um, and what brought healing to me was I wrote down all of the sadness and all of the grief. And I um, wrote it down on a paper and then I burned the paper um, and I had it in a glass jar. And I watched it turn to ashes and then I drove up into the mountains and I have different favorite spots. Um, but like that spot, I never went back there again after I did this, but I went and I released the ashes over the side of the mountain and I just watched it go away. And it literally, I think I probably, this is probably an invitation for me to write down some of the things I've been going through and maybe even with, with some of the past stuff. And, and that really, really, really helped me a lot. Like you guys, like, ooh, it was just something so energetic about that release that when I think about it, that I really recovered from just not just that, but everything else that was going on. And so, you know, maybe now that I'm going to go in a, into a little bit of hermit mode, it's like just write down all of my sadness, all of the things that make me sad, my concerns and Go through the process of saying, in spite of everything, I love myself enough to see myself through this process. And um, I trust Divine Source so much that that Divine Source is orchestrating absolutely beautiful things for the greatest good. I'm always reminded of that picture of you know, there's a picture of, um, I don't necessarily subscribe to the white Jesus thing, but there's a picture of, of a what looks like it's supposed to be Jesus because he's in a gown and he has like the long hair. And he, um, there's this little girl in front of him and she's holding on to this little teddy bear. She's about four years old and it's, it's, it's all relatively small. And it's one of those teddy bears you would give someone when they're a child, when they're a baby, and they keep it in their crib all the time. And you take it to the park with you, and you always have that little teddy bear with you. And he's asking her for the teddy bear, and she's like, no, you gave me this teddy bear. I love it so much. And it's like the eyes are off, and it's tattered, and it's been through so much. And it was perfect for when she was a baby, and it was perfect for when she was toddling around but it's like 
behind what's supposed to be Jesus's back is this huge teddy bear. I'm surprised she doesn't even see it because it's almost as big as he is. And it has this big, bright bow and the eyes are so big and shiny and it is so fluffy. I could die, right? It's from one of those um the one with the minions and the little girl is like the guy's taking her to the um park and she sees something and she's like it's so fluffy I could die like it's this huge fluffy beautiful teddy bears and but do you trust the process enough do you believe that divine source all of these retrogrades if we use them correctly right and we we allow ourselves to do the inner work and the shadow work it's going to make us stronger and better and strengthen our abilities to manifest. And I know that manifesting means so different, many different things for different people. I've been hearing different conversations about what it means to manifest wealth. You know, um, I haven't really heard too much about manifesting health. There's actually a really good book um, by Dr. Wallace Waddles, The Science of Being Well. And... Um, as we're wrapping up on some of the books that I've been reading, maybe that's a really great one for us to talk about. Um, for those people who are not really um, concerned with health, with wealth, but what about health? What does health look like from a spiritual level? Can we ascend a little bit more? Um, and there are other people who specialize in manifesting other things but I'm not that person to go to you can go to them I don't know but but um yeah so something for you to consider and I, I don't consider myself to be too ritualistic um I like to think that I can manifest and or you know call things into me without having to script or do certain stuff but I I have benefited from scripting I've shared that before um I have my money jar that that's one of my favorite to do um and it it's i think i've shared my money jar stuff with you before but um uh love my crystals sometimes i'll have them in my water sometimes i won't sometimes i'll put them out to the moon sometimes i won't sometimes i'll wear my bracelet sometimes i won't but it's it's not something that i feel hinders me but i will say that maybe this is a great time for me to just write some things out and it, Go through the thought process of releasing these things and letting them go and trusting that divine source is going to like give us an opportunity to be stronger and to deal with it and then let it go. And then next month there will be another one and the one before after that will be another one. Right. And I don't know when Mercury retrograde and Scorpio is going to come around again. So it's like once that is done, just deal with it. Let it go. Release it. Release that burden. Um Take in everything, allow your body to assimilate what serves you spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and then um, and then let go of what no longer serves you. So that's what we'll be working through. And, you know, some of you might decide to every day as you're dealing with this Mercury retrograde and Scorpio every day, just kind of give yourself a chance to let go some of the things and conversations that have come up because it is a little bit heavy. I wouldn't recommend you carry it around with you too long. Um, learn how to phoenix it. And and that's really cool. Like, welcome to the Scorpio side, right? Um, 
And, and that's how I've dealt with it, right? That's how I've come to understand how to deal with that energy. We deal with some deep, dark, heavy stuff. Then we start to figure out how long do we want to stay in the funk and how to phoenix it. And that means that I have to transmute and alchemize some things. And, and you know, when you think about going to the belly of the beast, it's kind of like you have all these burdens that really can just weigh you down. That are tied to your ankles in shackles. And you figure out a way to get those shackles off. And to, you know, let go of those sandbags that have been tied to you. And that process allows you to now go to the surface, go to the light. And pop out of the water, you know. And go even higher into the cosmos than you ever have before. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, those are my thoughts and let's, you know, commit to not staying too dark, too much, too long in the deep and darkness and, um, be gentle with yourself and you will find yourself being gentle with others. Um, keeping in mind that the communication is also involves listening. Okay. Cause I think that um we're saying what we want but we're not being heard <laughs> and that can be frustrating but if both parties are attentive to listening and hearing and taking you at your word cuz i think sometimes it's easy for us to project you know um it's interesting to me and i'll close it out but i think that some men it's kind of like well we're not experiencing that no duh you're a man and i think it's funny like when I, I remember as a child growing up too, there were conversations where I'd have where I'm like, well, I don't like a uh, case in point with hair. Like my mom's hair is different than mine. And she'd be like, well, I just put a little bit of gel in water and I'm good to go. And I would try to put gel in water in my hair. And no, mm -mm, it's not. <laughs> my hair needs a little bit of TLC. I have to put the buttercream um, the gel and then maybe a little bit of like the wax pomade and tie my hair down and then it's ready to go right and so it's kind of one of those things it's kind of like she could be frustrated because it's like you're not listening to me all I said is I just put gel in water you know and it just does what it needs to and it's like ah oh, you're not understanding me because my hair is thicker and curlier and is you know I, that type of thing so but we're both right and we can both take elements. And in fact, like I said, I can use water and gel, but I just need buttercream, you know, and I need to tie my hair down and I need like a little bit of waxy stuff to like keep my hair together, you know. Um, and so we can be the same and still be different and still um, learn to hear each other. I hope that that was a great analogy to kind of explain how, you know, I think we need to understand, I think men need to understand women a little bit more. Like, we're straight telling you, we want to be treated fairly. You know, we want the commitments and the the high standards, the golden standards, the quality life. We want the best versions of you. Um, we're asking for you to be the best version of yourself. Um, and, and, and why wouldn't you want that for yourself, right? And I think that maybe sometimes it can feel like because we're saying, well, we want happy homes, intact homes, fidelity, 
um, we want you in your full capacity as a provider and protector that it can, I don't know, I, I don't know, but I, there's obviously a disconnect there. And um, I'm not going to say that we're going to resolve all of that, especially with scorpionic energy. I think that it will bring up conversations between the genders in that way. Um, I see a lot of, you know, things also with family that can come up. Um, I'm going to anticipate that it's going to get interesting in terms of politics. We might see Joe Biden pop off. Like he likes to tell people, he likes to um, berate his his um, news reporters. <laughs> he likes to kind of berate them, but this time he might deal with a little bit more animosity or get really mean and nasty. You're probably gonna see that. Um, pretty interested to see what that means with with Putin and the stuff that's going on right now surrounding that. Um. Spiritually, I do see some a little bit of tension going on with with between tarot readers. Um, but I think we'll be okay. We're we're you know we have our ways of dealing with with that and stuff. But um, yeah. And. It's funny because I, you know, it, it's so funny. I've been, it's been on my, I've been wanting to say this and I think I'll just go ahead and say it, but it's like, I'm at a point where I understand if some people really pop off and they're like angry and snapping, it doesn't bother, it, it's not for me, but it doesn't, I'm not going to say that they shouldn't communicate in that way. I hope that that's not what, how it was coming across because um, I think that how can I explain this? Sometimes the only way people can hear is if they use a certain communication style. Um, I'm not choosing to use that communication style at this point, but it doesn't mean I won't ever use it in the future. Um, that's not the best way to communicate with me, <laughs> but um, but I get it, I think is what I'm, I'm saying. And it's been cool for me to kind of understand 5D a little bit more. Because 5D is a little bit more neutral. Uh, 3D, if it's not 3D or 4D, we kind of want to judge a little bit and say that's good or bad. Um, and I would have probably said like, oh, if you're popping off, then that's bad. And now it's kind of like, okay, I get it. That person's Mercury is, you know, they're going to really lash out and they're really going to tell you about yourself. Or, um, you know, and I'm, and so... It's not that it's it's bad. It's just that's that's what they do. Um, now that being said, I think the content is important. Like, I mean, if if you have people berating you, and on top of that, being you know really aggressive with that language, like I think the content is where I'm starting to look at you sideways. But I think I've learned that. And so then now we're really talking about you know what serves you and what doesn't serve you. If you're talking about politics, I don't really, I don't really, I see it, but I don't really care. If you're talking about other stuff that doesn't affect me, 
I'm just going to be um, bothered with it or kind of be like, oh, that's interesting, and then go about my day. But if you come for me specifically, and I think that's important too when we're at social media, like at the end of the day, if it's not affecting your finances or affecting you physically or your family, then you just got to learn to let that stuff go, right? It's funny because I'll be listing stuff and I'm like thinking about how many comments I have in my checking account and I'm like, Psh. Where you are and I are two completely different places. Um, if you think about it spiritually, it's kind of like, hmm, am I really wanting to take on your energy or can I just be free from this? Like, as soon as I exit out of this or refresh my, my tab, like, you're the furthest thing from my mind. I will never cross paths with you again. You will likely never breathe my air energetically. I just kumbaya and let it go. Um... Oh yeah. Anyways, I'm a little bit over, so just wanted to share that. I don't know how you guys are handling the beginnings of this Mercury retrograde, but um, I'm looking to the lighter side of it. And this is from someone who's Scorpio energy. Like, welcome to our world. It's about to get dark. Some people's Mercury is going to be a little bit saucy and fight, fighty and peppery, which kind of further aggravates i don't know that um scorpio so much communicates um like loud and aggressive but you will get stung <laughs> and i mean it's kind of messed up too but i think we're more kind of like behind the scenes type of a thing to come back and get you but um there's some deep dark energy ahead and uh just process it, allow yourself to um, release as much as possible throughout the day and at the end of your days and um, learn how to take yourself to a happier, better place um, as soon as possible, the best to your ability that you can. And um, I'll see you on the flip side of that. All right. Peace.